College football and Colorado football, more importantly, is right around the corner. I'm going to talk about my biggest concern and some other people's biggest concern about the Buffs ahead of the season on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba, as you can see right there. If you can't see because you're listening, I appreciate you as well. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about my biggest concern and some other people's biggest biggest concern about Colorado. We're going to talk about some more Travis Hunter preseason hype. And then Matt Rule had some comments about Coach Prime. Um, so I'm going to discuss those and how he's good for college football. Um, kind of a, a rare compliment, I feel like, for Coach Prime from another coach. Um, but before we move on, I need you guys to know that this episode of Locked On Boss is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Okay, let's dive in. Um, we're going to talk about the biggest concern. A um, couple things. First of all, uh, I talked about it yesterday when I had Jamie Plunkett on from Twenty Four Seven to talk about TCU. Um, saw a few comments that you guys wanted me to kind of like go after him about certain takes and stuff. The goal of previewing a matchup is to not, this isn't first take where I'm going to be like, okay, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong or whatever. We're not here to argue. He was here to bring, provide expertise. He's at TCU's practice every single day. Um, he has connections in and around the TCU program. So I wanted to get his take. Um, I'm sorry if you guys disagree with him, but he's obviously on the ground there. So uh, I just wanted to hear his thoughts. And then secondly, um, I brought up the offensive line as a weakness and it seemed to upset a lot of you guys. And then, Lo and behold, this morning I wake up to um, an article written by 24-7 Sports, Adam Munson Tiger, um, Monster Tiger, excuse me. His last name still gives me troubles. Troubles. <laughs> he talked about his biggest concern. 24-7 um, did a thing where they had everybody who covers the Pac-12 team, so Stanford, Utah, whoever it may be. They talked about what their biggest concern for the team was, and his was the offensive line and keeping Shadur Sanders healthy. And so I'll read you what he said. And then I'll break it down, um, break down the, my thoughts in general. Um, his concern was that while Shadur Sanders has gotten the, the offense quickly and has found his favorite four targets, um, obviously quarterbacks are not able to be hit during spring practices and or fall practices either for that matter. So when the season starts and defensive lines can actually take your head off and stuff like that, will the Colorado offense line hold up and protect him and prevent him from being injured because obviously their quarterback situation behind Shadur is shaky at best. So this is what he said. Shadur Sanders has quickly picked up Sean Lewis's up-tempo offense, excuse me, in game chemistry with a handful of talented receivers, Jamie Horn, Xavier Weaver, Javon Antonio, and two-way star Travis Hunter. His performance this preseason has been head and shoulders better than any other quarterback in Colorado's recent history. But Sanders obviously hasn't been live in practice. What will happen when those live bullets start flying? Behind Sanders, the Buffaloes have two walk-ons and two true freshmen on the depth chart. So, obviously, there's some inexperience there. And obviously, there's another person that shares my um, concerns for the offensive line. If that's not enough, because obviously, you guys are, are some people, not you, all of you, but some people just don't aren't buying into the offensive line not being um, a strength of the team. And it's okay. Um, it's okay to be optimistic, but it's also okay for me to present the facts, which is what I'm going to do. Um, according to PFF, who grades um, player um, performances, uh, Colorado has, of their 
tackles and guards. Um, they have one. Well, no, they have no players that ranked within the top 50 last season. Their highest ranked offensive lineman um, at a guard or tackle position was Tyler Brown, who um, as of five days ago, we don't even know if he's going to be eligible for the season. And um, we're still awaiting the NCAAs um, kind of, we're still awaiting their um, approval on his um, eligibility. And so obviously that's kind of a concerning number. Um, let me bring up the, the number for, um, Van Wells because he had a very solid grade and I don't want you guys to to say I'm just nitpicking here but here's the thing um they have a lot of guys who have experience um but I'm going to go over their grades just as soon as I bring up Van Wells's grade um and so that way we can just see it in its entirety so Van Wells ranked 248th or in total um his grade for the run block was 50 and a half. Pass blocking was 67.9, um, which is good. That's um, their pass blocking grade are a lot better. It's the run blocking grades where all these guys have been docked. So Savion Washington, pass blocking grade 78.9, run blocking grade 71.4. Um, he is the only one, only player on this entire unit, um, transfer, old player, new player, whatever it may be, that has a grade in both pass blocking and run blocking in the seventies. Um, Gerard Christian, uh, Lashotton, I don't know how to say his last name, but we'll go with Gerard Christian. You guys know who he is, the six ten guy, um, that they call the mountain. Um, his overall grade was 56. Um, his pass blocking grade was 48.7. Um, his run blocking grade was 58.9. Um, he gave up tied for the most, uh, sacks last season on the team. And, um, realistically, he could have a chance to improve. It's his junior year, so he could improve. Um, Landon or Frank Phillip, we got 52.5 for the pass block, 52.7 for run. Landon Beebe, who is probably has a good chance of starting, I would say, or will at least be a rotational guy. Um, 47.5 for the pass block, 58.3 for the run block. Um, and then we go over to the guards. Tyler Brown, like I said, best grade. Um, 78.7 for the pass blocking, 63.6 for run. Um, Jack Bailey, who's a guy who has experience in Sean Lewis's offense, 74.7 in the pass blocking, and then 58.7 in the run block uh, category. Um, and then, if just in case I didn't say it, Van Well, 67.9 pass block, uh, 50 and a half um, for the run block. So I think there's a lot to obviously, these numbers aren't great. You would like to see more guys. Um, because here are their ranks nationally, by the way. I don't think I said those. Savion Washington, 70. Pretty good. Um, uh, Gerard Christian, 430. Landon Beebe, 503rd. Um, then Tyler Brown, 221st. Jack Bay, 320th. And Tommy Brown, 331st. So um, they have one lineman that ranks within the top 100. And obviously, they brought in some Juco guys who were not on pff um database so those guys could also be better um but realistically the offensive line has a lot of room to grow um that's not 
this isn't me. And when I talk about them being the biggest concern or Adam does it or anyone else does it, it's not us saying that they can't be good. It's just saying that based off last season, there is room for improvement, just like there is everywhere else. And so it'll be interesting to see how, just how good this Colorado offense line does. Luckily, which I brought this up yesterday, TCU's defense line is super inexperienced outside of a couple guys. So, and they lost 60% of their guys that 60% of their sacks um, production last season. So there's a chance that, um, Colorado could kind of build some confidence, um, block some freshmen and some sophomores and kind of take advantage of the fact that these guys don't have experience. Um, it's not me saying that they're bad. It's not me saying that this Colorado team is bad. It's me saying that last season, these guys did not grade well. Um, obviously they were all in different systems. Um, obviously they didn't have the tutelage that they do now. So there's tons of improvement to be had. It's just saying that this is my biggest concern. It's Adam for 24 seven's biggest concern. It's a lot of people's biggest concern about Colorado. Um, you have to have a concern about your team. Um, no team is perfect. Even Georgia has <laughs> a team that's won back-to-back titles. They have questions about their team. So you can't get upset that there's questions about your team. Um, realistically, you want them to be able to block for Shadur. Most of them had decent pass grades. It was a run blocking grade um, that was concerning. Um, so that means Ultimate Caskill and Kavosi Smoke. They're going to have to work extra hard to get some yardage um, if those grades hold up. So that's okay. Um, it's not great, but I mean, I'd rather them be good in pass protections than not being able to block for the pass and then we can only run the ball or whatever it may be. So um, there's room to be room for improvement. Um, that's all I'm saying. Um, we will see how good they do. Uh, I hope they we see those grades go up. But realistically, the numbers are there. Um, this offense line unit does not grade as well as you guys would like to think they do. Um, they have some size. Because um, I know a lot of the times you guys bring up size. Uh, weight for Savion is 320. Um, Gerard is 315. Um, Landon's 300. Landon BB, that is. Uh, Tyler Brown, who we don't know, but like, again, like I said, we don't know about his status, 310. Um, Jack Bailey's 280. And then Tommy Brown's 330. So they have some decent size on the line. Um, it's just all about putting things together. And they have, they have, basically, they're going to be running out five new guys. Um, because also, Vanwell started nine games last season. And uh, Gerard has 14 career starts or games played at the offensive line during his time at Colorado. So there's a lot to um, a lot of experience to be had. I would say this group at the power five level is uh, yeah. Gerard Christian as uh, a junior that's played in 14 career games across the offensive line has done most of his damage on special teams. And then Van Wells played in nine games as a freshman. So Van Wells, great experience. Gerard has some experience um, improvement to be had. Um, growth to be had, and that's okay. There's growth to be had everywhere. The quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. The receivers are going to make mistakes. I was just telling you guys, and I don't want you guys to be shocked or upset. Um, they have some growth. There is some room for improvement, which that's okay. Um, before we move on, I need you guys to know that this episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by Game Time, our new sponsor, my one of my favorites. Um, going to sporting events are always stressful. Uh, maybe it's a last-minute thing, or maybe it's like a – you want to go to this game really bad and it's just super expensive and you don't really want to pay an arm and a leg to go to the, to a game to get good seats. You don't want to go to a game and sit in the, the nosebleeds and still play a fortune. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event should never be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best price guarantee, you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Um, me personally, I have I use game time only for sporting events I went to. I went to a Laker Warrior game with my girlfriend. We used game time, got some great seats, tickets that on other websites were going 
for maybe 500 to like $700 more. Um, and also you have a chance to click on the seat and you get to take a few, like a vantage point of where you're sitting and what it looks like from that point of view. Um, like I said, you get the lowest price guarantee and then event cancellation protection um, and job loss protection. Um, so it's great. Um, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Get your Taylor Swift tickets on there. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Um, it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Um, snag the tickets without stress with game time. Um, download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on college, all one word for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on college for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. We talked about concerns for the offense concerns for the team Um, the offense line. I'm not trying to rag on them. I'm not trying to, uh, consistently dump on them or whatever. It's just, like I said, the grades are the grades. Um, the proof is in the pudding. They can improve. That's a new offense. They have better coaching than they probably all had before, except for the guys that came over from Kent State. They have the same coaching. Um, they have better coaching, better resources, and better everything. So they can improve. Um, it's just last season, I was going based off the numbers. That's why it's a concern. Um, you have a hodgepodge of guys coming together who are somewhat, um, they're inexperienced at the Power 5 level, and they're unproven at whatever level they came from. Um that's all I'm saying. Um, but regardless, one thing that we do know about Colorado is they, they have a hot commodity commodity in Travis Hunter. Um, recently, the AP poll released their um, preseason All-Americans. Um, so as you can imagine, I'll just run down through the list. Quarterback, Caleb Williams, USC. I think he's the best player in college football, regardless of position. Um, running backs, you got Blake Corum um, from Michigan and Quishon Judd or Quinchon Junkins from Ole Miss, um, both two talented running backs. Quinchon Junkins was a star as a freshman last year, and Blake Horam was is probably one of the best, is in Michigan's best tandem. Um, they got great receivers. Receiver, speaking of, Marvin Harrison, Emeka Ogbuke, and then they're both from Ohio State. Roman Dunze from Washington. Uh, offensive tackle, Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Um, Cooper Beebe, Kansas State. Um, and Zach Minter, Michigan, are the guards. Uh, Cedric Van Praan from Georgia. Um, and then tight end, you got Brock Bowers from Georgia. Uh, all purpose, Travis Hunter. I'm telling you. Um, when they talked about Travis Hunter, he said the highest rated of 50 newcomers in Colorado's top ranked transfer portal class and figures to play both receiver and corner um, for the Buffs this season. Um, he'll be spotlighted player nationally next week's opener at TCU. Um, realistically, I talked about Travis on a handful of occasions, um, but just in case you missed it, he has the type of skill set, impact, and importance to this team where if he balls out this season, he could be the difference between Colorado winning one or two games. Um, obviously, when you're a receiver or a corner, it's kind of hard to have that impact, but maybe he forces a couple pick six, sixes. Maybe he makes a few great plays on offense that we're just not getting from the other Colorado receivers, whatever it may be. Travis Hunter is that guy. Um, I think the more success he has – the more it helps the program, the more it helps the program, the easier it is to recruit, the easier it is to attract other top transfers and stuff like that. So Travis Hunter is going to be a key piece 
of this Colorado offense and defense. Um, yeah, very excited. Not surprised that he made this. Also, the ultimate two-part college football preview is on Locked On College. Um, Locked On Pac-12, excuse me. Um, Locked On Buffs, we were kind of contributing in a way from afar. Couldn't Wasn't able to record, was able to provide some input. Um, so it's available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day, so go check that out. It's available on my site show, or my show site, and every other Locked On Pac-12's show. Um even the if you want to do it, locked on SEC, locked on Big 12, they have them. So go check it out. Um, a lot of great work, a lot of great talent, um, all coming together. So, yeah, back to Travis. Um, he's a game breaker, he's a, a star in the making. Uh, Coach Prime said that he was better than he was at this age, which is pretty high praise considering Coach Prime has a gold jacket and is one of the best football players to ever play the game. Um, you have to be excited about what colorado's building and i think when you look at what they're building you look at travis hunter um, i think he's going to be a model of what this program is i think the more success like i said the more success he has the more success the program could have in a in a attracting top talent we've seen colorado be in the top four or five for charles lester kai bates and other guys and they picked the other schools they picked florida state um, they picked lsu and the difference between Colorado not getting those guys and getting those guys is someone like Travis Hunter having success at this level. So you guys want to see Travis succeed. I think he'll be an All-American by the end of the year. Um, I think he'll be an all-purpose first-team um, type of guy again. Um, you just have to love the fact that he chose to play for Coach Prime again. Um, you have to love the fact that he's willing to put in the work. He's willing to kind of – because a lot of guys – they might not want to play two ways. They might want to be like, you know what? I want to focus on my draft stock. Um, I'm going to play corner in the NFL. So I want to focus on that. And Travis is willing to play both positions and he's willing to ball out of both positions. And like he says, he loves to embarrass people. And I think he's going to be embarrassing a lot of receivers and a lot of defensive backs um, for the next couple of seasons. So that's exciting. Um, before we move on, I wanted to tell you guys what we're going to conclude the episode with. Matt Rule talked about Coach Prime. Um, in a positive manner. Um, I think this is the first time on the show where I've had another coach outside of Urban Meyer, who I guess he's a former coach, um, talk highly of Coach Prime. So I'm going to talk about that when we come back. So we're back. We're talking about Matt Rule, the Nebraska head coach. They play each other week two. Um, I previewed that game. Uh, I think it was last week, yeah, when I was in South Dakota on vacation um, with Caleb Henry from a radio station in Nebraska that covers the team closely. Um, we're going to be talking about right now what Matt Rule said. Um, I think, and we talked. I talked about this with Caleb. There's been a rival. There's a rivalry with Colorado and Nebraska, yes, but there's been extra rivalry made by fans more so between about Matt Rule and Coach Prime. I think there's going to be the animosity that they coach at opposite programs or whatever it may be. But there's been some things that I guess have been blown out of proportion, according to Caleb, that he thinks that. Fans are making it more of a rivalry, more of a personal thing between Matt and Coach Prime. So let's dive in what Matt Rule had to say um, on a recent appearance with the Herd, um, some Colin, Colin Cowherd show. said, I'll be honest with you. I followed it from afar, you know, because they do such a good job of filming everything. I think it's good for football right now. College football just can't be like in the southeast and a couple schools in the north. It's got to be what Lincoln Riley is doing at USC, which Coach Sanders is doing in Colorado. Hopefully what we're doing in the middle of the country. Like this has to be a nationwide thing. You could tell that Dion and his staff, they're going to recruit, excuse me, they're going to recruit relentlessly and they're going to, they're going to have their team ready to play. Um, 
It'll be a great game when he was, he's talking about the Colorado versus Nebraska game. It'll be a great game. Um, we'll be on national t- TV. I think it's pretty cool for the game. Um, so, yeah, he obviously said that what Colorado and Coach Prime's doing for Colorado is great um, because, yes, if you guys aren't aware, um, conference realignment is still ongoing. Um, it's basically trending towards the Big Ten and the SEC being the last two conferences standing. So you want other programs to and other regions to find success. Obviously, USC is going to be in the Big Ten. But I think in five to seven years, we're going to have a, a West Coast conference again. Um, obviously, we already have a WCC, but I'm talking for Power 5 football. We're going to have a conference based out of the West Coast, and we're going to kind of revert. But that's my prediction. Either way, um, I think it's nice of my rule to come out and say this. I think Coach Prime has kind of taken a lot of heat. And not that Coach Prime needs it, because I think he doesn't really care about what anybody has to say. Um, I think it's good for people around college football to see other coaches praising him for what he's doing um, because a lot of it has been hated on um, spoke down about and so to have another coach kind of praise him for the attention the effort level his recruiting um, that's big Colorado is putting in a ton of effort um, they're going to have a very fascinating season they're going to have one of the most watched most written about most covered seasons and I'll have you covered every step of the way here on Locked on Buffs I appreciate you guys for tuning in my everydayers i appreciate you guys for tuning in every single day and commenting your your thoughts and whatever it may be um you guys have a great weekend and i will see you guys next week next week it's it's game week week one you guys have a great day